0: Welcome to Canvas, a show all about iPad and iOS productivity. My name is Fraser Spears, and as always, I'm joined by Mr. Federico Vitici.
1: Hello, Fraser. How are you?
0: I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, Fraser. Big show today. Yeah, one, one of the more interesting and, and important topics, I think, in terms of uh, people actually being productive in iOS, and that topic is working with PDS.
1: Yeah always talking about, you know, with uh, friends of mine, how do you manage PDFs? You know, I know a lot of students, and of course, you work in a school, so Mm -hmm. I guess that, you know, PDF documents are a big part of uh, every student's and teacher's workflow. So I thought we could uh, talk about today... uh, at least one portion of the PDF workflow on, I, on iOS, which is uh, working with PDFs, you know, creating, exporting to PDF, what you can do. And then maybe in the future, uh, we'll talk about the second part, which is scanning documents and you know, uh, paperless workflows, that kind of stuff on iOS. Yeah,
0: so we're basically going to focus today on generating PDFs from stuff that's already digital. And then later we can look at how do you create PDFs from physical objects, paper, books, documents, things that you might have around.
1: Yeah, you know, because uh, on iOS, uh, there's plenty of choice when it comes to working with PDF documents. Uh, there's a huge selection of apps on the App Store. And as usual, we don't plan on covering every single PDF app on, on the store because it, it would be impossible. Um, but there's a lot of choice when it comes to creating, editing, annotating documents, managing documents, and I feel like it's um, it's important to to stress upfront that unlike OS 10 on iOS, there's no preview app. So on the Mac, Apple gives you the you know free to use preview, uh, which you can use to preview images, documents, but you can also use to manage PDFs, to you know rearrange pages, to make annotations. There's no preview on iOS. There's some. Parts of Preview are available across iOS, but there's no, you know, standalone Preview app for the iPhone and iPad.
0: Yeah, and what there is on iOS is that there's the PDF framework. That I think they call it Core PDF. Which is is the kind of engine of Preview on the Mac, and also that's what powers things like Quick Look Preview on, on iOS, and, and I guess many of the apps as well, PDF Preview and Safari, and things like that. But there is no Preview app, and I think that's partly why you know a thousand flowers have bloomed on the App Store is because Apple didn't come in with Preview for iOS on day one, and then why why would other people make those kind of apps? Now I know there has been some recent moves for things like um, PDF Expert. are coming back from iOS to the Mac. We'll talk a little bit about PDF Expert later, but it's interesting to see some of those apps coming back from iOS to the Mac to try and make a life there as well.
1: Yeah. So the first obvious scenario is uh, you're using an iPhone or an iPad. You're working on a document, say in Pages or in any other iWork app for iOS, and you want to export the document to PDF. So how can you do that?
0: Well, this all lives in the share menu, but there's a couple of different ways you can do it. And and I'm always confused with the iWork apps because there's two different options in the share menu. There's one called Send a Copy, and there's another one called Open in Another App. And it's not clear to me what the difference is between those two things, but uh, it, it, what happens is that you, you're offered the choice of the Apple native format, Keynote or Pages or Numbers, Uh, You're offered the choice of the Microsoft equivalent, so uh, PowerPoint, Word, Excel, or you're offered the option PDF. So what you can do right there is you can just generate, you know, when we do this in school all the time, the kids will work in in Pages or Keynote, and what they'll do is they'll send the teacher a PDF version of what they're working on so the teacher can mark it up and send it back to them, rather than sending the teacher the editable Pages document or whatever. Um, So that's one way that you can do that, and then depending on whether you've done send a copy or opening another app, you're sort of given two different kinds of share sheet. The open the send a copy version has options for like emailing, messaging, and so on, whereas opening another app will give you a, a bigger list of all the app options uh, that are available to take that PDF from Pages or Keynote and do something with it on your device.
1: Yeah, it's quite confusing, uh, you know, these two options. Yeah. Um, I really don't understand the difference because you know uh, there's an option that gives you some you know apps that you can send PDF to another that's in, that it's basically the old opening menu which is now called uh, copy to I guess um, it's quite you know it's quite confusing uh, I was just uh, I don't use Pages often but I was just testing you know to prepare for this show and I do it seems like a relic from an old era of iOS. I feel like Apple should try to consolidate these options. I I
0: wonder if there's something, and we've talked about scenes like this before, where there's actually two different ways, we talked about this with document providers, two different ways of calling uh, the share sheet to come up, and they're intended for two different purposes, but it's not clear to me, you know, it's not clear to the user why you would use one over the other, when most apps just have a single share sheet that does everything. Um, And I think this is maybe there were plans at one time to do something that haven't actually materialised or whatever. It doesn't seem to make as much sense to me as before. Yeah. I make a mistake all the time with this, and yes. I do this every day. Yeah. Every single day I'm, I'm sending Keynote and Pages documents around the school, and every day I make a mistake with it. So, Simplify. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. What's even more confusing oh, yeah. uh, is if you. T- <laughs> I know that you you struggle with this. Uh, if you don't use iWork, you want to use Office, which are you know fantastic apps for for iOS. Microsoft is doing yeah. a very fine job, but when it comes to turning an Office document to a PDF. <laughs> It's a bit. It's a bit of a, <laughs> of an issue. So, so it, tell if you me, see,
0: if you've seen Lord of the Rings, right, the quest that these people go on to destroy the ring is basically equivalent to what you have to do to get <laughs> wow. the of Microsoft Office. <laughs>
1: wow! <laughs> so I saw a bunch of tweets from you a few days ago. So what what happened?
0: Oh, I'm just trying to get some documents shared out of out of Word, because um, what happens for for most teachers is that. Um, government and exam boards and so on send you word documents because they live in a very windowsy world Um, and for us one of the things about that is if you were to open that word document and say pages you would have to be very sure that pages had correctly converted that document because if something was missing say a paragraph was missing and and it was important information you could be in a lot of bother if you if you hadn't realized there was another requirement to meet or something like that so we, we use office in the school for that purpose and what I like to do with that is I like to convert them those documents from Word into PDF straight away, just so they can't be sort of accidentally edited, or I want to sort of freeze a copy so that I know that I know what I always downloaded. But trying to get this out is quite tricky. There is a way, but it does involve workflow, so we'll talk about it. Of but course. basically, <laughs> in, inside um, inside Word, there's, there's a little um, a head with a plus icon on it in a menu it's basically their, their Microsoft sharing menu because again office also doesn't support the share sheet shame on them because they're otherwise a very very good iOS citizen but they don't support that um, so you, you tap this head menu and this is where if the document is on you know, OneDrive you can share it with somebody on the cloud or you can also send it to somebody else as, as an email so you do head menu send attachment there you get to choose PDF and then you choose um, send a copy And what happens there is you get that kind of um, the send a copy share sheet from Pages, which doesn't really let you do everything you want to do. And in particular, it doesn't let you do the sort of open in stuff that we're talking about. So same kind of thing as iWork apps. But what I've got, and we'll put the link in the show notes, is I've got a workflow that I call force open in. And what it does is it takes in any file and it just gives you a full share sheet. Uh, and what I can do then is I can go through all those steps to get to the point where Word will generate a, a PDF from its own uh, layout engine and then force open in in Workflow and then I can open it straight into anywhere I want to go to. And for us, one of the big ones is going to iTunes U in the school because that you can use OpenIn to distribute documents, PDFs and so on to students. So I often want to do that from Word opening and then I force the full opening sheet to come through workflow and then I can send it wherever I want
1: Yeah, I use this uh, action, the opening action with the workflow uh, every time Uh, you know, there's still some iOS apps that don't let you um, you know, share a file with the share sheet and Mm -hmm. you know, uh, the workflow extension shows up every time so I can use opening,
0: I I have something similar here. Yeah, it it just punches through that that wall a little bit
1: so, in addition to iWork and Office, there's also you know the Google Docs suite of, uh, of apps on iOS, and the way that you that you. Uh, export to PDF here uh, you need to tap on the three dot menu, you know, the the, the share menu according to Google's uh, UI standards. Uh, then you can use a share and export and you can send a copy uh, as PDF or as docx which is the office format and Google uses the standard copy to slash opening menu um, so you can send the document from, uh, from the Google apps to any other app on your device. I don't think you need to use the force opening system uh, with the Google Docs apps,
0: even though the option is called "Send a Copy," it doesn't. It gives you the bigger share sheet rather than the "Send a Copy" version that we talked about for iWork there, so it's it's good. Yeah.
1: I'm really curious to to investigate this uh, "send to send copy" uh, sort of confusion on iOS. I wonder. I wonder what's the reason there.
0: Yeah, I think we, we maybe have to dig into the developer documents a little bit for that.
1: So what I, also, what I also had in mind for this show is to quickly mention some um, word processors and you know, rich text editors on the App Store that you can use to assemble documents and share them as pretty PDFs. Uh, so the, the first one is, uh, I don't hear about it often in our you know, uh, corner of the internet. It's called mm-hmm. Textilus, and it's uh, like a third-party word. It's, uh, okay. it's a word processor. It lets you uh, edit rich text. Uh, it supports iCloud for storage and it can export to PDF. Uh, the documents look nice. So, it's, uh, you know, there's a free version on the App Store you can try if you. I think it disables iCloud syncing, but you can try it to see how documents look like. Uh, day One, the popular journaling app, which was recently updated to version two, uh, you can also assemble, you know, notes and documents in day one and you can export to PDF and those documents look really, really nice. I, I like the uh, the typography, the colors, the style of uh, how day one exports. Uh, I know that there's some people who use day one, especially now that it's got a multiple journal option. Uh, some people use day one, not just for traditional journaling, you know, to save thoughts and memories, but to actually write notes, to store notes with images and other metadata. So okay. that's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quip, which is the online service that we're using right now for our show outline, you can use Quip uh, by yourself. You know, just to it's like a Google Docs, only prettier, and it supports multitasking on iOS. And both on the web and on iOS, you can turn a Quip document into a PDF. Um, again, Quip is more of a collaboration service. If you want to edit a document with other people. But still, you can use it by yourself just like you can use uh, Google Docs by yourself and save to PDF. And the other app that I'd like to quickly mention, um, it's been around a long time, it's called Notebooks. And Notebooks its uh, it is a kind of Scrivener type of app. It's a multi-purpose, markdown, rich text editor. Uh, it does a lot of things. And I don't see people mention it mentioning notebooks too often Uh, but it does export documents to pdf and you can do a lot of things uh, with notebooks Uh, it supports markdown multi-markdown rich text plain text html you can export to epub if you want to create ebooks on 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 ios it's a very powerful app and it's been around for years i think it's uh, version 8 right now
0: wow i guess the other one that gets mentioned in that same breath is ulysses which recently just got an update for iPad Pro and I picked it up as well, is now on the iPhone as well. And it can do similar things. And one of the things that's quite nice about Ulysses is it has different style sheets for its PDFs. So you write in Markdown and you include images and so on, and then you can choose one of many, potentially many different versions of the PDF with different fonts and and paragraph indentation and headings and so on. So it's quite a nice way to you know, and that's kind of designed for larger uh, for larger writing projects, I suppose. Um, and you can generate a PDF from multiple documents that you've got together.
1: Nice. So, something that I know you also struggled with recently. (laughs) I'm Uh, I'm so (laughs) embarrassed about
0: this.
1: (laughs) You recently needed to, uh, I assume, to share an email as a PDF to, to save an email message as a document. And you needed to do that on iOS, <laughs> yep. but you didn't know how to do that.
0: <laughs> yes, I should have read your notes beforehand. Uh, sure. wh- what I was doing was, uh, in the course that I teach, one of the one of the tasks the kids have to do is they have to gather research and gather information and then send me an email about it. And it's got to be an email because that's part of the assessment standard. And what I had done was I wanted to gather up all the emails the kids had sent me and put them in one document so I could then show it on the screen and then I, I could mark up with the Apple Pencil where they had made mistakes and what mistakes had been made and so on and I, I don't know I was just maybe too busy to stop and think about it but the only thing I could think to do was to print out all the emails and then put them through the scanner function or photocopier which turns them all into PDF and email them back to wow. me wow <laughs> so
1: when you say print you actually printed them on paper literally printed them on paper and then scanned wow. them back into the scanner <laughs> so uh, to to the, our listeners don't be like Fraser uh, <laughs> so Fraser next time you, you should text me beforehand before you be, before you use paper text me <laughs> Uh, but uh, there's a couple of nice solutions on iOS. So you cannot save as PDF from the Apple Mail app with no. one exception, which I'll mention shortly. Mm-hmm. What I suggest is you either use Dispatch or Spark. There are two Uh, third-party email clients both come with uh, the ability to save an email as a PDF. Uh, So right now I'm using Spark by Riddle on my iPhone and iPad and it's got a save as PDF option in the share menu of each email message. It generates nicely looking documents and it's it's a very nice option. This patch is a i guess a power user email client it's got a lot of options to share messages to third-party apps it's got keyboard shortcuts on the ipad and it can also save as a pdf so you know that's convenient i do love the way spark generates pdf documents Yeah, you know, basically it converts an email message to a pdf and it opens the uh, it opens a uh, Uh, like a document picker, you know, so you can uh, uh, pick a destination. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you go to iCloud Drive, you can then save the PDF to other apps. So what I do is I share um, some email messages that I need to save as PDF for, you know, business purposes for Mac Stories. I save them into the PDF Expert folder of iCloud Drive. Uh, So they show up in PDF Expert later. It's a very nice option. If you don't want to use third-party email clients, and if you have an iPhone 6S with 3D Touch, you can use this uh, you know, little trick that I mentioned also on Mac Stories. If you choose to print an email message and it opens the print preview, which I assume is what you did, Fraser. Um, yeah, you, where you get those pins that you can see with all the individual pages of yeah. in the document, yeah. So on the 6S, you can press with uh, 3D Touch on the page preview, and it basically it pops open... Uh, a PDF version of the document. So I don't think Apple has ever documented this feature, uh, but you can, you know, press on the on the print preview, opens a PDF, and it, and it looks just like it will look uh, as a printed version. And then you can share the PDF with the share sheet because it's got all the copy to you what? know <laughs> options. Yes, it's only available with 3D Touch, so you cannot do this on the iPad. Only available on the 6s, uh, but it works with any. Print preview uh, with the standard standard oh, print interface of iOS. Not just in mail. You can also print uh, web pages from Safari if you don't want to save them to iBooks. Uh, it works anywhere. It's very nice.
0: So, if any listeners would like to buy a very carefully owned iPhone six plus, uh, <laughs> get in touch.
1: <laughs> I need that feature. And
0: why why is that not available over uh, here? That's uh, I'm that would sorry. Be amazing. Yeah, I
1: didn't want to make you spend money for example. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. All my um, podcasting money. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of converting PDF uh, documents to uh, to uh, you know to generating uh, you know PDF documents from web pages images uh, there's a bunch of options on iOS so again uh, I do love readles apps for PDFs on iOS they have one that is called PDF converter which you know as the name implies it turns with an extension it turns web pages images and even I guess the contents of the system clipboard to PDF. Mm-hmm. So you share a web page or any other document, you get this um, pop-up in the middle of the screen, there's a spinner, and when the spinner is complete, you have a PDF document waiting for you in the in the app. Uh, from the app, you can then share to other apps, save to PDF Expert, to Documents, which is the other file manager by Riddle. It's very nice. Um,
0: yeah, I, I was caught out with PDF Converter though recently, and it's just something to be aware of if you're trying to use it from a web page that it will reload the web page in its extension Um, and it was I was going on a plane and I was I was trying to print out the boarding passes and because I had already accessed that page on the website when I sent the same URL into PDF converter it didn't work it it came out with an error and that was it was the website's problem really but um, it wasn't as if it's not like printing from as a PDF on Safari on the Mac where it takes whatever it's already rendered in the web view and then prints that out as a PDF. Um, PDF Converter will actually re-download the URL and then try and turn it into PDF, which is fine for most static pages, you know, a page in Wikipedia, for example, mm-hmm. but not for something where you maybe have logged in or you've submitted a form or something like that. It will try and redo that load and, and probably hmm. fail.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Uh, The other system option in iOS 9, uh, it's a Save to iBooks extension. It works from Safari and it lets you turn web pages into PDF documents. it works most of the time for me. Sometimes, for some reason, um, the save to iBooks extension doesn't grab the correct CSS from web pages, so I okay. end up with uh, PDF documents that look like you know basic HTML web pages in mm-hmm. iBooks. And again, it, it only saves documents to iBooks. So when I share the um, uh, 3D Touch tip on Mac stories i got a bunch of people saying why don't you just use the save to ibooks extension the reason is i don't want to have uh, all these types of pdfs in in ibooks because yeah. that's where i read you know ePubs and, and, and e-books. ebooks
0: is not a, is not a great pdf management tool yeah, i mean no. it, it's a decent viewer but my, my big complaint about ibooks is that once you're in there you can only get back the pdf back out by sending it as an email attachment, there's no there's no share PDF out of iBooks. Otherwise, it would be quite good. I think if it behaved like a document provider, yeah. but I'd much rather go to somewhere like PDF Expert.
1: Yeah, and of course, there's also the automation way. Uh, again, workflow. It's got a Make PDF action, uh, which is a uh, you know it's like Print PDF of OS X only as an action that you can combine right. with the other actions. Uh, so I have a workflow to you know you just need to put. Make PDF as an action, it grabs anything that you pass to it, whether it's a web page or an image, and then you can use a quick look, the quick look action, to preview the PDF generated by Workflow and open it in, in other apps. Uh, it's very simple, very convenient. Uh, it uses the standard uh, PDF core engine of iOS. So usually if a PDF doesn't look good with iBooks, it also doesn't look as nice with, uh, with Workflow. But most of the time, it's a nice option to have.
0: Yep. So I, I suppose we move on then from uh, how do we generate PDFs, where do we get them from, to how do we edit them, how do we annotate them, how do mm-hmm. we work with them. And I've already mentioned the app, and I, I think the one that I w- is always my go-to app for PDF is PDF Expert by Readle. And it, it does so many things. I, I would actually go as far as to say that this is the best PDF app on any platform, including Windows, including iOS 10. Um, it is so capable. And it's for me, what it does like, as a teacher, I, I want to uh, mark on PDFs. I want to write on them. I want to highlight on them. I also sometimes need to combine them, extract an individual page. Sometimes we get documents where it's um, all the questions for the students in the first few pages and then all the answers afterwards. And I need to split those up. I maybe need to reorder pages in a PDF. And one of the things that just gets me all the time at PDF Expert is that whatever I need to do on it, I can do it in PDF Expert. And there's things I can do there that I'm not even sure I can do on the Mac. Um, and that's what's so great about it. So I'm a, a huge fan of the, of that app.
1: Yeah, I don't use it too much uh, because I don't deal with a lot of PDFs. When I do, it's usually tax season. So I need to, you know, pull together all the receipts that I need to send to my accountant, that type of stuff. Uh, I do like that PDF Expert lets me organize documents with folders. So, you know, I can have like Mac 2015 and then I can organize by type of expense. And th- the other nice feature is that you can pull a uh, destination folder from a cloud service like Box or Dropbox. You can save it as a bookmark, as a synced folder in PDF Expert. And every time you add stuff to that folder, it syncs back to the cloud. So you can mix and match local folders with uh, synced folders from the cloud. And you can organize, you know, you can switch from icon view to list view if you want to see more documents at once. It's a really desktop class application. And it doesn't surprise me that uh, they basically brought all over the iOS app to the Mac, just because it's so powerful and it makes sense to have it on OS Ten. Do you use it on the Mac, Fraser? Do, uh, do you I, even have a Mac anymore? I don't <laughs> even have a Mac to put on, no. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: Well, uh, not, that's not strictly true. I, I do have an old Mac Pro in my classroom that I use for um, setting up iPads for iPad deployment, but um, I, I kind of fall back to that in, in emergencies. But uh, in general, um, I haven't downloaded it. I haven't tried it. I, I just kind of keep the, the basics on there for... Things I need to do for school.
1: I I feel like. Um one feature that we need to mention uh, for new iPad Pro users is uh, Apple Pencil support. So I know quite a few people, including our friend CGP Gray. Some people need to annotate documents uh, on the iPad Pro with the pencil just because you know it's so responsive, so easy to use. Mm-hmm. There's a few apps that support the pencil. Again, PDF Expert, uh, you can make annotations with the with the Apple Pencil. But also, uh, Good Notes and Notability are two popular options. I know the CGP and my uh, use both uh, good notes and notability. In fact, CGP published this week uh, a sort of behind the scenes article on how he. Uh, basically generates scripts for his popular YouTube videos and annotates them as PDF documents with the Apple Pencil. So, okay. you know, we'll have a link in the show notes. It's really interesting. Uh, I don't, again, I don't need to annotate documents with the with with the Apple Pencil, but I, I have come across the scenario where uh, my Mac stories, um, you know, Teammates, they want to uh, check on some of my uh, drafts, usually for uh, you know long form articles. And some of them, I know that they like to use good notes with the Apple Pencil to mark up, uh, you know, errors, typos. Yeah, and it, every time it makes me feel like a student again with the teacher, <laughs> with the, you know, with the red sharpie pointing yeah. out errors in my in my articles. It's now, nice. That's
0: the thing I like about marking work on an iPad is that uh, you get so many more cho- choices of color. <laughs> um, the We use notability in school a lot. The students use that. Um, And in subjects like maths, for example, uh, we have a lot of um, work that they can do electronically in maths, formulas and so on. Um, a lot of that's PDF based um, and Notability is the is the app of choice there, the kids are very very familiar with it, they actually prefer there is a, there's a way that we can send them work in iTunes U and iTunes U has a PDF engine in it but the kids are a bit snobby about it now so <laughs> <laughs> iTunes U's uh, PDF engine is not good enough for the students so they will actually do a quite a complex open in workflow where they'll take that document put it into Notability, work on it there and then send it back through iTunes U and they're very very familiar with that now um, because, but they actually prefer Notability, so they'll, they'll go there, nice. take that workflow complexity hit uh, because they prefer the Notability engine over what's in iTunes U.
1: Nice. So now, Fraser, I need you to shed some light on a, on a mystery of okay. iOS. Okay. So when I mentioned that there's no Preview app, but some parts of Preview are available on iOS, I was referring to the markup feature of Apple Mail. So in Apple Mail, there's a, an, an action extension that you can use on images and on PDF documents that lets you mark up a document with annotations so uh, it looks like the basic annotations annotation tools that you get on I stand with preview you can add shapes you can change the color you can add arrows you can add text there's even a magnification loop to you know to zo- to zoom into specific parts of an image or a document uh, and there's a quite a few options you know you can choose uh, the thickness of lines, you can change fonts, you can change colors, you can even add your signature, and those are stored in iCloud, I think, and... Um but this is not available at a system level. So it's not a system extension, it's a mail extension. It's only available in Apple Mail. Uh, as far as I know, third-party developers cannot call this specific extension. So you can only use it in Apple Mail either when sending a message after you uh, attach a document or when replying to a message uh, which contains a document. So you can send the annotated version back to the other person. Now. Do you know why this is only available in Apple Mail?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go out and a limb and say that probably it's because it wasn't well enough trusted to put into the system. Because I think the thing is, if you think about the way that Apple's going to work, um, if they put that in as a feature in Mail, they can always take it away again or modify it without you know breaking other apps. Whereas if they put that in at a system level in its first release, that needs to be there forever now. Uh, and whether or not it's... It, it maybe it's not fully trusted, fully tested, whatever. Um, it, it's a way for Apple to put a feature in, get some actual practical real world use of it, and then in future times promote it into. The whole system. And, th- and this is what they used to do on the Mac with iTunes. You know, they'd put in uh, new kinds of uh, source list views or icons or special controls that eventually migrated their way into the full operating system. But the thing is, if you put it in the operating system, you own it forever. You know, you break it, you own it. Um, whereas putting it in mail keeps it off to the side for a while, and then I wouldn't be surprised to see that. That functionality actually come into the system at a later date because where it's also been tried is in iTunes U Uh, and uh, it's similar but not identical markup engine exists inside iTunes U Um, and it's similar down to like the default colors for the pens are the same colors in iTunes U but there are some features that are missing Uh, and iTunes U doesn't have the shape recognition, it doesn't have the magnification loop, and it doesn't have the signatures. So it's almost as if like you know, somebody wrote this engine inside Apple and they borrowed it for one other project, but they, nobody would let them put it into the system yet. So maybe it, in, in times to come, we'll see that come.
1: Yeah, I, I really would like to have you know markup uh, in in the photos app for images or you know in just any other even in iBooks or you know any other PDF manager I would love to have these uh, these options and I know uh, a few people who w- have come up with workflows to open a document in Apple Mail annotate the document and send back basically an email to themselves to have the annotated version but it's so complex and yeah you know, I mean
0: is that worth doing because I mean th- the- the, the markup feature in Mail is good, right? It's great to have it in a Mail program, but it's not so much better than like Notability or PDF Expert that I would be jumping through those hoops just to get to Mail's markup markup engine. When in fact you could uh, you could potentially use PDF Expert or Notability or something and get a much easier workflow.
1: Yeah, just a uh, Fraser, just a quick mention of uh, OCR. So. Mm-hmm. We will talk about OCR in our uh, PDF scanning uh, episode, but uh, what are the top options for uh, you know OCR and, and PDF documents on iOS?
0: Yeah, I mean most of this is do- in iOS is done through uh, at creation time when you capture something that is non-electronic, so PDF Pen Scan Plus or Scanbot or one of these apps. Um, Evernote will actually OCR PDF documents. I think you have to be a premium subscriber to get that feature. I'm not certain about that for PDFs. I know you do have to be premium to get that done yeah. for images, um, but that is a pretty good way on iOS. So I know it's quite a it's quite a heavy commitment to get to start doing things in Evernote just to get OCR. But at the moment, it's, as far as I know, it's one of the better choices for if you need to get PDF OCR.
1: Yeah, the majority of uh OCR is done uh, by I- iOS scanner applications yeah. like uh PDF Pen, ScanPlus or you know Scanbot and I know that OCR is coming to Scanner Pro 7 which is uh launching this week you know the the app by Riddle is getting a major mm-hmm. update so the the usually OCR is done at a scanning level uh so I I guess we'll we'll talk about it in the future in a dedicated episode I know there's quite a few things to talk about here yeah. um I wanted to I wanted to bring up uh, an, another iOS nine change, uh, which is the new Notes app so you if you want to you can attach you can save documents to the notes app uh usually, I do that with the with the notes extension uh just because it lets you basically save anything into notes and when you save a pdf into into notes, you can also open the pdf and you can scroll through pages but that's really that's really it you know there's just a
0: quick look preview at that point isn't it yeah
1: yeah it's just a quick look preview there's no uh o c r of course there's no annotation tools uh. Uh, I think you can secure the document with Touch ID if you're on mm-hmm. the iOS 9.3 beta, yeah. uh, but you know that's basically it. It's no, no more uh, full featured than you know just keeping a, a bunch of PDF yeah. in any other app.
0: And while we're mentioning that, we should probably say also that Evernote does have its own set of PDF markup features as well, some of which are quite good. Draw some basic shapes and squiggles and things on, on a PDF document as well, so that when we're t- as we're talking about notes apps, that's another way you can get PDF annotation.
1: Yeah, another popular option similar to Evernote is uh, OneNote by Microsoft and OneNote on iOS still has, still has some quirks when it comes to the interface. Uh, one of the features is the ability to have PDF printouts inside of a note. Uh, so you can uh, insert a document into the note and Then you can do two different things in OneNote. Uh, There's the preview, which is in line with the rest of the note, so you can see a PDF, uh, a big preview. Uh, alongside you know images or text but you can also double tap on the pdf icon and then you can see a full quick look preview of a pdf stored inside a note in one note and then you can share it with other apps uh, i don't i try to use OneNote. i don't use it just because I, I went back to the apple notes app and again i don't do a lot of PDF managing these days, um, but but it is nice to have you know both the icon and the preview inside of a note. Um, again, we mentioned uh, iOS nine point three and changes coming to notes. There's also a feature coming to iOS nine point three to iBooks, which is iCloud sync. So uh, launching with iOS nine point three, I guess next week, uh, is mm-hmm. the ability to keep uh, PDF documents and EPubs uh, in sync with iCloud across instances of iBooks on iOS and OS ten. Uh, this is very convenient because for a long time I I shared uh, I, I I stored uh, EPub files and PDF documents um, into iBooks and they didn't show up on a, on another device. Now if you enable I, iCloud sync, you will be able to see all of your documents anywhere which is nice uh, yeah it's gonna be a good feature yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a good feature uh other popular uh third party options for pdf Fraser, uh that i can think of pdf pen from mm-hmm. our friends at smile uh, really solid app uh we mentioned evernote and there's also a, a popular one which is a lot of tools that you can use <laughs> it's called i, I annotate yeah it's it's got like Multiple sidebars, <laughs> and <laughs> multiple toolbars at once. It's very
0: powerful. And of course, there's also the the Adobe official Adobe PDF reader on iOS too, which is not terrible, uh, but it is it's an Adobe product, shall we say?
1: Well, there you go. Well, we got a we got a few options on iOS when it comes to creating and exporting documents. Also, when it comes to managing documents, uh, Apple doesn't do a lot for first party, you know, options, uh, but. Thankfully, there's the App Store, as usual.
0: Yep. It's worth mentioning just uh, in passing with with the uh, PDF Expert app as well, it behaves like a document provider. So if you go back to our show on document providers, you can actually keep all your PDFs in there and then you can just extract them very easily from any other app that supports access to document providers.
1: Yeah, that's very nice. I do it all the time, yeah. Okay,
0: so final things. uh, We should probably mention some some workflows that we've got. Uh, We've already mentioned the one about forcing open in from apps that don't support the full share sheet like Microsoft Word. Uh, Do you have any other favorites, Federico?
1: Well, I do use the make PDF action in workflow. Um, and usually I just uh, use make PDF with the action extension to convert a web page to PDF. And then I use opening to save it to another destination. I also have, I'm not sure I can share the workflow because it's so basically meant for me. <laughs> uh, but I do use editorial to generate uh, invoices for Mac okay. That's why I don't know how to share it because it's really a custom template with all my business information in there. <laughs> but you can, yeah. uh, you can generate a PDF with editorial. Uh, you can convert multi-markdown to a pdf document and then you can use the opening menu to save it elsewhere so i i don't know if i can come up with a with a workflow that it's basically can work for everyone i'll Mm. see what i can do fraser but it's super customized so it's (laughs) gonna be tricky yeah yeah
0: maybe we can do a sample document or something
1: yeah probably i should probably try to do that
0: yeah uh, so that concludes our show on working with PDF on iOS. I think you'll agree that we're spoiled for choice. We could probably have talked, and we probably will talk for another 40 minutes at some point just about uh, other options for creating PDF from from the camera. Uh, but for now, we, we've talked about ways to get PDF from iWork, from Google Docs, from Word, from many other apps, and we've talked about some of the great apps that are available for annotating and and. Uh, managing your PDFs on iOS, working with Apple Pencil and so on. It's a great environment for working with PDF. And I think also just the tablet form factor makes it such a natural thing to do. It's it's really, really enjoyable. So Federico, where can people find show notes and where can they find us on Twitter?
1: So listeners of the show can go to relay.fm slash canvas slash six to find the show notes for this episode, all the links to the apps and the articles and the workflows that we mentioned. You can also find us on Twitter, um am v-i-t-i-c-c-i Fraser is Fraser Spears uh, Should I tell people how to spell your last name? I get it wrong all the time, Fraser I'm sorry. It,
0: it, it's the opposite way from the usual English rule. <laughs> I before e accept when it's in the name Spears. Go for that.
1: Uh, and you, of course, you can also find us at canvas.fm on Twitter. Feel free to send us all the suggestions, links and other ideas for future episodes. We will read all of the great tweets. Yeah, we will hear from you all online. See you next time.